I remember walking through outdoor retailer, people were like, what is that coffee machine in your hand? And I'm like, it's not a coffee machine. And they're like, well, then what is it exactly? And they're like, no way. Oh my gosh. I've designed and launched five radio frequency generators and a peristaltic pump and a whole slew of different mechanical and electrical surgical instruments after that. Nothing, absolutely nothing comes close to the challenges of a water pumping device. This state of Colorado incentivized me to move from Austin, Texas to Colorado. And I'm gonna tell you, that was the very best decision I've ever made in the history of this company. This is the Proco 360 podcast for people who love Colorado and love hearing from Colorado's most inventive and inspiring entrepreneurs. I'm Dave Tabor. In today's episode, I'm joined by Jonathan Ballesteros, founder and CEO of Geyser Systems. Geyser Systems is a Montrose, Colorado-based company with a portable product that lets you get a hot shower and clean your dishes with less than one gallon of water. And it's doing well. So far, over 2 million in revenue and 10,000 units sold for camping in the military and in the field for disaster relief. REI named it a top product. That's pretty cool. Geyser Systems is still a startup, though. It's still fundraising. And I'm intrigued by inventions that tackle hard-to-solve problems. You know, the concept, the journey to market, and in this case, all from Colorado. That's what we'll be talking about. So, Jonathan, glad you're here with me on Proco 360. Thank you so much for having me, Dave. You know, I'm glad we were we were connected by Margaret from the Western Slope. And uh, so thanks to Margaret, give her a shout out. And, you know, I gave a quick overview of the company, over 2 million in revenue, over 10,000 customers, four and a half million gallons of water saved. But so expand on that. And then also who's really using your product? Yeah, yeah. So we're on a mission to transform people's relationship to every drop of water. And uh, we started to do that in a place that a lot of Coloradans can really relate to. Uh, if you're at base camp, you're going to have plenty of food, plenty of propane, but water is normally the first thing to run out. And we creatively solved that for those who love the great outdoors with the geyser system and uh, launched that in 2020. And since then, our utility patented technology has been applied in a variety of different use cases, uh, large camping events, such as music festivals, uh, disaster relief. And also for people who are uh, witnessing some of their water bills going way up. So um, we're able to make the most of every drop of water for a wide variety of people. And uh, it's something that we're really proud about. Yeah. So basically to describe it, it's like a canister or a couple of canisters put together. It heats the water and then it pushes pressurized water through essentially a, a sponge pad. Uh, hot water. And so you can wash your body, you can wash dishes and so forth without that constant flow of water. Is that, am I close? Yeah, relatively speaking. Um, the pump is really unique in the sense that it operates like your heart. So the more you need, the faster it'll pump. And it's always determining the perfect pressure, pressure, excuse me. And uh, one of the reasons why we did that is because sometimes, you know, showers are blowing through too much water with too much pressure. Or it's just a really like unsatisfying experience by just dribbling with very little pressure. So ours is continuously modifying the pressure. And instead of a shower head that's blowing water everywhere, we elect to directly disperse the water through a sponge. So you're putting the water exactly where you need it. And uh, I guess the best way to relate the experience is think of it as like the best combination of your loofah 
and your shower head all put together. Um, it's really a, a, a wonderful experience. And at first, some people are very skeptical. 0.8 gallons uh-huh. of water that showers two people. Yeah, but if the people are together. Oh, <laughs> some people at these events, when they uh, hop into our shower stall, they actually, it's really funny. There's like couples who take that up as a challenge and they walk out and they're like, they can't believe it. They actually showered both people at 0.8 gallons of water. But um for, for most people, that's not the case. And so what ends up happening is, um, you know, people end up saving 10 to 20 times less water than most common showers, which are using up to 17 gallons of water. And that disruptive technology is getting uh, like, not just advantageous for outdoor gear uh, and outdoor settings, but also in areas of the word, world and situations where Water is a, is a real crisis yeah. or water trust. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, your story's kind of fun. I read it on your website. You know, <laughs> give a quick review of your founding story of the aha kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, came from a background of the designing advanced surgical instruments, striker neurovascular, Smith and Nephew, um, had great opportunities, uh, really defining what it's like to uh, remove clot out of people's brains, et cetera. And, and while that was a great opportunity, um, it, it really was high stress. And so I decided I needed to take a break. So I hopped across the pond and I lived in the back of a, of a van, actually a Toyota troop carrier uh, in Australia and, uh, just did what I love just being outdoors. Well, um, along the way, as you can imagine, I never had enough water to shower and, um, something really special happened. I got set up on a blind date and, uh, all I had that morning to get ready for that blind date was like a bottle of water. And, um, and at that point I was just like, I'm trying to get like weeks of grime. I was smelling like a burning dumpster. And as one can imagine, the blind date didn't go so well. And so that kind of spurred this (laughs) notion of, of water efficient showers. And, you know, there are other like, how do you really differentiate when you think about, cause there, there's never a unique, well, there are unique products out there and, but I mean, there are other ways to take showers, camping. And so how is your product specifically different from what's out there now as sort of a remote portable kind of a shower? Yeah. Well, we're the most compact. We're also fastest in terms of heat time. I actually designed it around one of our favorite camping stoves, the jet boil or the MSR wind burner. All you yeah. need is a liter of boiling water, mix it up with two liters of cold, and you got a piping hot shower ready in as little as three minutes. Mm. In addition to that, you know, like our our average flow rate is around 0.15 gallons per minute. You can increase that by yourself uh, for up to one gallon per minute. But when you look at the compactness, seven, oh, seven pounds when empty, around 12 pounds when full, the convenience, uh, 0.8 gallons allowing you to really shower a lot more people and clean your gear. And then also, we don't really think about it, but the heat time, I mean, it takes less than three minutes to get a hot shower ready. Uh, and that's really wonderful for large families because let's say you and I were camping together while you're oh, showering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a liter in the background boiling. By the time you're done, up, my liter of water is ready to mix and now my shower is ready. Yeah, because if we've used the sun to heat one bag, uh, oh, yeah. now I got to wait till tomorrow for the next one yeah. or something. So no, that's really good. Now, for inventors though, I mean, you ultimately had to invent this unique product. And so I like to talk about, I mean, we talked about sort of your relevant skills, your background and so forth, but like when you think about it and you think about what was the most applicable from what you were doing before to inventing the geyser system product, what do you think that was? What skill? You know, I've had 
the honor and opportunity to work alongside some of the most Star Trek inventors and takers in the world. Um, and by working within the skunk works of some of the biggest global medical device companies in the world, I had the opportunity to really sharpen my teeth to the engineering grindstone. But really, I would say the most uh, important part of my journey has been the Stanford Biodesign Program. I wasn't part of the formal program within Stanford, but I was part of a pilot program that was getting introduced to corporations. And that methodology has, I mean, it literally transforms the way you see the world. We had to talk to a shrink once a week as we were going through that project. And, um, and it's really tough to step back continuously not try to solve a problem that you bumped into, nor get married to a solution, but for six months, go out and find the need that really needs to be solved. Um, and so for me, at first, the need was, I wanted just a hot shower. But really, the need over time came to, how do I make the most of every drop of water in a base camp? And, um, and once I discovered a great need, well, now we're standing on the DNA of a great business solution. And from that point on, we just, we just take her from there. So did your idea for the Geyser system product, basically a, a remote low volume shower, did that evolve quite a bit during this process you talked about? Yeah. I mean, even before I asked myself, how do I make the most of every drop of water? I was, you know, trying to use a couple of different products in the market. Then I was, you know, just making my own putting a marine pump in the back of my vehicle's bumper and just connecting it to a five-gallon jerry can. But when I decided, you know, hey, this problem really needs a solution, I was in the back of a shed, and for six months, I went through six rounds of prototyping. The fourth round of prototyping uh, was a really important decision because at that point, it I mean, it was just not working for me. I, I literally will never forget when I took all of that work and I cleared my table and said, I have to start all over. And my fifth round of prototyping was a radical approach from what I was doing or what anybody else was doing in the world. And that included a sponge and pop. Yeah. It looks brilliant now. It looks, it's one of these <laughs> things. And I think, I think the, right. That's where great inventions are great is when people look at them and say, why didn't I think of that? Like, you know, it's because it's a relatively, it appears simple to the observer, but there was so much that went into it, right? Yeah. And, and with this one, um, I had a little bit more fun and I really wanted something that when you look at it, it just elicits a ton of curiosity. Like, what is that? I remember mm. walking through outdoor retailer and people are like, what is that coffee machine in your hand? I'm like, it's not ah. a coffee machine. And they're like, well, then what is it exactly? And they're like, no way. And I think what's one of the best parts is when you buy a geyser, count on people coming up and saying, what in the world is that thing in the back of your truck and, uh, or your rig or whatever. And, uh, yeah, I mean, people who own wine, um, get the joy of saying, Hey, we're part of this group of people who are finding ways to make the most of every drop of water. And we've actually created a, a really strong following and a movement. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And I know that feeling because I was one of the early adopters of the rooftop tent mm. and put it up on a rig, you know, like a rack on the back of a pickup 
And, you know, when we'd open it up, people would come out like, what is, that is so cool kind of thing. Right. I yeah. And there is, that is fun. Now a geyser system is, uh, keeps you cleaner than a rooftop tent for sure. <laughs> but, um, Hey, I want to take a quick break. You're listening to Proco 360 named best Colorado business podcast. The last three years, I'm your host, Dave Tabor. This is the pod for people who love Colorado and the stories and lessons of Colorado businesses and entrepreneurs. My guest today is Jonathan Ballesteros, founder and CEO of Geyser Systems. I want to thank our great sponsors, Kinsley Meetings. And Kinsley Meetings has been Proco 360's longest running sponsor. His business, Steve Kinsley and Allison, his wife, uh, although Steve would say Allison is the boss, their business is growing based on the great reputation they have for planning and conducting meetings with lots of moving parts. Also via technologies, thanks to those guys for hosting Proco 360 and all the help they give around managing the website. Finally, Colorado Biz Magazine, our partnership is one of building our audiences together. Go to Proco360.com and check out these sponsors. I, I want to ask a little bit more about inventing and then I'm going to move on. But there are aspects, Jonathan, about you know, sort of getting a product up and going. One is, and I'm just going to read several of them, and I want you to maybe reflect on what sequence they followed because researching into a market opportunity, right? Deciding if there was a problem that would actually make a business. You already talked about developing a prototype, but deeper exploration in the market, you know, to see is what I think I need to invent already there. The patenting process, and finally sort of deciding how you're going to distribute and actually turn this into a business. Can you reflect on, and I'm happy to read them back, but pick one or two and let's reflect on those. Yeah, really short and sweet. Art and research, um, the Stanford Biodesign actually is an outstanding way that helps you really look at that. I think one of the most insightful things, there's many different approaches, but one of the things that helped me drive my decision was what were people doing to solve the problem themselves? And if you look carefully, there's a lot of DIY approaches to this. People are taking PVC pipes, coloring them black, putting them on the roofs, putting a straighter valve and pressurizing it. I mean, the pain, the effort of not just tinkering, but also even to actually use something like that um, speaks in and of itself that there's a real market need. And I think any really clever inventor solves a problem that's really needed to be solved. And one way to look at that is, is anyone DIYing this approach? Yeah, you know, that's a brilliant idea. <laughs> and there are a lot of, I'm sure, I mean, there are a lot of things that people, uh, you know, you think about it and what a great indicator of market potential when you see a vast amount of people that are trying to do it themselves, figure out, rig something, oh, what a brilliant concept. And there, I'll never forget the one thing that really put me over the edge. In the back of a troop carrier, there was a lady who had this stainless steel tub. It's around three and a half feet wide, huge. I mean, it doesn't fit very well in anything. Nope. And so she literally left that on the fire pit that we were sharing. Uh, and I'm like, excuse uh, uh, me, ma'am, what's going on here? And she's like, I'm just trying to heat water for my shower. And she oh lugs this God. huge pan of water wow. over and stands in it, lets it recirculate. And that's when I said, all right, people need a, a better, a better way. And so, and eventually she saw the product that I had and she's like, mate, that was brilliant. I'll need more now. Uh, uh, and so, uh, so I started making them for my friends and the next, next part of this history. But in terms of patentability, um, that is something that I'm really 
I've, I've had the opportunity to learn from the best in the medical device industry on how to approach that. Well, let me interrupt you and ask you a couple. What did you patent? I mean, there's there's um, more multiple aspects of this product that you can't. You probably didn't just product one thing, right? Absolutely. And that's actually one of the things that a lot of people get steered towards. And I would recommend taking a different approach. So for those of you who are inventors, you could have a design patent patent, and that design style patent would be one thing. I highly recommend continuing to look through the lens of a utility patent. And that's what we elected to do. So we actually have two patents down that route. We have the entire system itself, which is not just the product, but is actually the pump with a uh, valve and a sponge on the end of a hose line. And that can exist anywhere. Yeah, but you could pat then that patent could be applicable for a, a car washing system. It could be applicable for all kinds of things, right? RVs, shower trailers. Yep. So we have that whole entire thing covered. And that's one patent that we've got. We also have a patent that was recently filed for a way to uh, really reduce the cost of the sponge at the end of a hose line. And we did that by a really unique process for manufacturing and a really unique approach to materials. Um, and that patent has been filed in the United States as well as PCT. Uh, speaking of a PCT filing, most people don't know that, you know, most people know about a provisional patent. So it's essentially anything that captures the idea for a period of time until you can um, uh, roughly a you, year, right? Exactly. Yeah. PCT is the worldwide equivalent of that, where you can actually have an 18 month period to decide whether you want to patent uh, in different parts of the world. And so we also elected to do that for both patents. And in the first one, that was uh, about the pump and any sponge on the end of a hose line. Um, we have that patent currently approved in Israel, South Africa. Australia and China. Um, so that's, that's really, uh, there's probably a good serious debate about the worthiness of that, but yeah. we, we elected to do that anywhere because they're investing a lot in water technologies. Oh, smart. I get you. So you patented where water, where water investment is likely to be attracted. That's interesting. South Africa and Nigeria are regarded as the gateways into Africa. And mm -hmm. South Africa is unique in the sense that for you to import, one of the barriers that used to exist, I haven't seen this in a while now, but patentability in South Africa is one of the unique criteria for importation. Otherwise, there's a mm -hmm. whole other level of tariffs, et cetera. Got it. All right. I'm going to move us on from that to funding because creating a product like this initially isn't cheap. But certainly going through all the patenting process and making it into a manufacturable product is expensive. So where'd your money come from? And really, what did it cost to get to a point where you were selling? Yeah, um, a lot of it came from my own savings. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and I did put uh, all my savings into this. Um, and then we also had a investor at the Accelerator Program in Denison, Colorado, who was watching me the entire time. Uh, and Susan Wyman, president of Gunnison Community Capital Group, wrote us a check. And then we also had some non-traditional banks um, that agreed to jump on board when we were holding a purchase order from RAI and mm. uh, support us with the capital for raw material and labor. Altogether of which was a little shy of 
$750,000 and then extra working capital for raw material and labor. Mm. And I would say that's a pretty lean and mean approach just for yeah. the stainless steel tools, the initial branding and awareness. And uh, all of that was really scrappily done. Um, when it comes to launching a product, one of the things I was most surprised about, wow, the cost of a brand and building one is way more expensive than the cost of building a product. And, um, but luckily, because we were number one, addressing a problem that was really needed to be solved, and number two, delivering an outstanding experience that leaves people really surprised. And uh, the word of mouth marketing is, is great. In fact, uh, uh, one very reputable uh, journalist stated that we have taken in the last year this market by storm. And um, I would say three years later, we have over 700 reviews where 4.6 stars at REI rated as a top rated product. I, I mean, there's not a lot of companies that have achieved so much in such a short period of time. And I'm yeah. really proud of not only the product and the solution that we solve, uh, the problem that we solve for people, but that speaks to the commitment of our team. And that's something I could speak for hours about. I love, love, love my crew. Yeah, there was one review and I I looked at REI and I saw your reviews, which are really impressive. My favorite, well, I didn't read them all, but my favorite was from 28 days ago, which was yesterday. I owned the product for about three months and used it twice. I ended up having a problem with the heating element after that time. However, I called them and told them the issue and I spoke directly with the owner on one occasion as he took time to personally call me. Then support reached out and had a replacement to me in just over two weeks. All caps, fantastic customer service and a product family that I will continue to stay with. Give this a try. You have nothing to lose. If you have questions, if any problems, tech and customer support are amazing. What a nice review. And so, but my question to you, one is it's a, you know, complimentary. And I thought that was cool. The other is like, when you design a product, like if you're designing, and I had uh, Colin McIntosh from Sheets and Giggles on this show, and he's a great guy. And it occurred to me that, you know, if you're producing a sheet, the manufacturability is tricky to figure out. Once you get it, it's kind of there, right? But you've got valves and pumps and hoses and things that leak and things that heat, right? I mean, getting to a point where you can manufacture, you're laughing, where you're not going to have consistent problems, where you your customer is going to have a reliable experience. That's way freaking hard, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. I've designed and launched five radio frequency generators and a peristaltic pump and a whole slew of different mechanical and electrical surgical instruments after that. Nothing, absolutely nothing comes close to the challenges of a water pumping device. You have no idea how accurate that statement is. As an, as an industrial and a process engineer, I can speak for days about the nemesis. Like you commit your life to not only making the most of every drop of water, but ensuring that there's not a leak. It's like the L word in our manufacturing line. But luckily with the outstanding creativity of our team, we've actually devised some really cool ways to eliminate that. The top three problems are now way behind us. You know, every new product launch that I've ever gone through has of course encountered issues. And of course this one has as well. It's part of the game, right? But as long as you stand behind the product, you stand behind the customers and you learn from the mistakes and you implement them quickly, then it, it, people I was surprised are much more patient than you would expect, especially if the problem that you're trying to solve for them is worthy of the weight and the time that it takes mm. to get it really done right. And so 
on behalf of our entire team, I just want to put a shout out there for the customers who've been behind us since day one. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to do what we love and make sure that you're loving our product till the end. It comes with a lifetime warranty. So you guys are going to be squared away, taken care of no matter what. Really? Oh, yeah. That's pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. You know, a product that's, well, I was about to say so likely to fail. But that's not fair. A product that has so much <laughs> potential, potential to fail over time. You know that they don't have, they never have to worry about it, and that I think you know shows confidence, and at least it shows commitment, right? Yeah, and customers like that, especially when they're trying to solve a problem like staying clean out camping. So, you're listening to Proco 360. I'm your host Dave Tabor, and this is the podcast for people who love Colorado and the stories of Colorado businesses and entrepreneurs. This episode is with Jonathan Ballesteros, founder and CEO of Geyser Systems. Go to Proco360.com to subscribe to the newsletter, read my blog link to sponsors and catch the books I'm listening to on Audible. All right. Um, next, I want to talk about your marketing because you told me that it's harder to build a brand than it is to build a product, which after this prior piece of the conversation is like, okay, it must be really hard. So, but really, I mean, you got into, how'd you get into REI without any, uh -huh. I mean, let's say, if it, I mean, you, you had to get a loan just to make the product. So you couldn't be out there very much when you reached REI. Oh my gosh, I had a Kickstarter campaign at the time and that was my first 300 customers and we were in the midst of filling it right as REI gave us a chance. And REI back in 2019 had this thing called the Innovator Series. Any entrepreneur with a scrappy idea from the back of their garage can apply and many of them get an opportunity to present it to the buying team. And so I had a chance. And I remember, I'll never forget, I was reaching out to some of the best players in the industry and getting prepared for this pitch to the REI's buying team. And they asked like, well, who are you pitching to? I said, well, this guy named Mike McCarty. And they're like, oh, Mike. And I'm like, what? what was, what's up with this guy? <laughs> and they're like, oh, he's the most hard-nosed buyer. Like, good luck. If, if you do get in, five stores. If you get 35 stores, consider that a miracle. And I'm like, are you serious? And they're like, oh, if you go into his office, He's got papers on the side of this wall with bad ideas a week. I mean, he's, and so I'll never forget, <laughs> fast forward, I'm in this room in Seattle, well, Kenting, Washington. And I'm, so I'm, I'm hanging out in uh, this room and in walks Mike McCarty. And you would think like an outdoory guy, no, 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 quite the opposite. Like scrawny, skinny, really tiny, hunched over, big glasses and uh, no smile. Like there's like, oh, almost like a shark, you know, like you're, like you start to worry a little. I was just telling him, okay, well, here we are. This is our mission. And by the end of the 45 minutes, this is what we would like to see happen. And so the 45 minutes go by, I give him the entire pitch and I'll never forget the very end. I said, so Mike, we got capacity for a thousand this year. How much of that do you want? And he said, I'll never forget what happened after that. Uh, he was staring cold at me and he's like, I want 1300 units in all stores. Can you make that happen? <laughs> and, I, and I paused and I said, I will find a way to make that happen for you. Of course. The answer is always yes, right? I couldn't believe it. I wow. just couldn't believe it. I still have this water bottle here to this day. And this was a moment that REI gave me a chance. And I will never, ever, ever forget. What's the significance of the water bottle? Well, because it's decorated in the REI Innovator Series stickers that I picked up there. Oh, yeah. 
And this was a time when I was living in the back of my van. I had so much credit card debt, and uh, REI lifted somebody who uh, who was really needing a chance, just a chance. And they gave me an opportunity that really altered the course of my life for the better. And um, I, I think we all need to be proud of great retailers like REI who who listen to the smaller people and have an innovative approach to the market that's unlike any other retailer that I've ever approached. So, um, you know, we've of course grown to other big box stores and next year we're going to be in a very substantially large retailer, uh, which we're really excited about. But yeah, but REI, man, I mean, awesome. Hmm. Well, you know, what's kind of interesting to me, but I'm, and I'm a fan too. What's interesting to me is that a lot of products have a novel aspect to them. And so when a bunch of people have them, like other people don't really want them anymore because they're not novel anymore. This is a novel, but highly utility, you know, utilitarian product that everybody does need. Right. And so there's no boredom around it. Like if you don't have one, you need one basically. Right. That's kind of different and kind of cool. Yeah. And I feel like we've been over the last three years, kind of like the gateway drug to the outdoors for the people who are hesitating. Or if you have a family member who's like, no, 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 no. You do your outdoor gear thing and go camping. I'm going to hang out here. Well, for them, they probably just want to stay clean and have a shower. And this hmm. is the first piece of gear that allows them to be campers. And now all of a sudden you get a whole bunch of new people who are like, oh, now I love the great outdoors. I need to get boots. I need tents. Hmm. I need sleeping bags. Now ah. I get a whole bunch of new gear nerds out there. Oh, how funny! So you're opening the door for many more <laughs> customers. Yeah. Now yeah. those of us who are having trouble finding camping spots may not appreciate that, but uh. <laughs> otherwise, yeah. Hey, looking back, and I think I might know the answer to this. I'm going to kind of wind down here, but looking back, going from that aha moment, you know, where you decided you needed to invent this thing. I mean, most there's there are a thousand times more uh, ideas than there are products that get to market. So what do you think made this journey, your journey with Geyser Systems successful where others didn't make it? Um, there's two parts to that question. So number one, the mission. So transform everyone's relationship to every sacred drop of water. I have never in any moment of the history of this company wanted to quit because I know that many parts of the world, they need to make every drop of water as sacred as possible. And I do forecast, and we actually have ideas and products that have recently launched that we will take this globally. And here in Colorado, we're going to bring hope to a crisis that's existing in places like Cape Town. And it's, and it's not just, Hey, we need to bring energy out there. We're, 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 great. we're creating a product that's being sewn here in Montrose by a manufacturing team um, that is really affordable for anyone in the world. Yeah. And then the second part is the people. And I'm going to extend this not only to the crew that has committed themselves to this mission uh, that are working here, like our manufacturing team, our product managers, our customer service. We're 100% here in Colorado. But I'll even extend this all the way to the listeners of this podcast. This state of Colorado incentivized me to move from Austin, Texas to Colorado. 
And I'm going to tell you, that was the very best decision I've ever made in the history of this company. And y'all may not know it, but it's something that we can all be very proud about that we together are going to bring hope in a whole new era to water um, with the product that we have and the product that we stand for, the product that's not only working for them, but also going to be working for those who really need it. As an example, and I'm not, this is not just, this is not just lip service. The Office of Ed and uh, Economic Development and International Trade, they gave me a grant because they saw the next gen product that we created. And they said, we want you to go to Mexico City. Take it out there. We got some consultants waiting for you. It's on a grant. Hmm. And when I did, they set me up with mystery shoppers in a city, 23 million people, but get this, 3 million people in East Apalaba living off of a water truck, delivering water to them. They don't live on the water grid. They have a five gallon bucket and a little piece of Tupperware and pour it over their head. When I showed this mini geyser with the eco shower, they were like, how much? And I, and I, and I told them and they were like, that would pay itself off in two months, less than two months for me. Mm. There's people out there who get this, they're paying 10% of their income on delivering and heating water for them to have this experience and save 10 times less water. That's a huge gain for reinvesting their money in other areas like education, et cetera. And I mean, I mm. went through some really crazy parts of the world. Places where Uber drivers were like, I'll, I'll drop you off at the edge and after that, mm. you're on your own. Yeah, yeah. And I've, I've taken this product to parts of the world that, you know, people are like, we need this. This is it. Mm. And I think that's something that the entire state of Colorado, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be standing here mm. with this mission and this crew of outstanding people saying that we're going to do this together. Well, that's an inspiring note on which to end. And I think we'll do that. I'm your host, Dave Tabor. And today on Proco 360, you've been listening to my conversation with Jonathan Ballesteros, founder and CEO of Geyser Systems. Jonathan, this was way cooler and way farther reaching of a conversation than I even expected. Thank you. <laughs> Very welcome, Dave. And, you know, just want to extend a special invitation to your entire audience. We are opening a equity round to anyone who wants to invest in our company. So on WeFunder, you're going to be able to find Geyser Industries Incorporated. You can buy preferred shares for as little as $250, whether you're accredited or a non-accredited investor. We invite everyone to get behind this Colorado-based company and invest locally. And if you want to find out more about our company and our products that we offer, you can go on the web, geysersystems.com and find out more there. Cool. And by the way, listeners, I invited Jonathan to make that little announcement at the end of our interview, and I'm <laughs> glad you did. Thanks, Jonathan, especially because you're such a fan of Colorado. So uh, listeners, glad you're here on Proco 360, where we say live, work, love Colorado, because you and I and my guests can be successful anywhere and choose Colorado. You make the show successful by subscribing to the Proco 360 podcast. And if you haven't yet, it's a huge help if you submit a review in your app. Thanks again to show sponsors via Technologies, Kinsley Meetings, and Colorado Biz Magazine. That's the show. Live, work, love Colorado. Colorado.